Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 19th of July, 2017, and this is The Gap, episode 379. I'm Luke Laurie, Job Gorey is here this week. How you going? Oh, yeah, pretty good. You had a good week or uh, yeah. average week? Maybe not so good week? Excellent week? Where are we at? Good week, good week. Uh, two of the people that I've done work for paid me this week. Ah, oh, that's so good. So I'm fucking flush with cash, get baby. <laughs> I get to eat, baby. <laughs> Yeah. Um. And yeah. No. Just going. Going good, man. You know. Good stuff. What about you, Luke? Good question. Good week. Uh. Watched a lot of basketball. Summer league was on in the uh, last, yeah. last week or so. Uh. So been watching my team kick ass in that, which is pretty good. Sure. And uh, went to the movies quite a bit. I saw three films in the last week. I think. Damn. Um, I rewatched. <laughs> Which is something else I actually got to bring up. Uh, so last night I went and saw Dunkirk yep. uh, with Wargaming, um, which was... I, it's definitely a film I would recommend people to go check out at the cinema. Like, if they want to see it and they're like, ah, oh, that sounds interesting or that's something I want to see, you, you have to go see it at the cinema because it's like a very unique experience is what I'll say. Um, so I went with War, Wargaming last night to the premiere on that one. And uh, it's extremely loud. It's the loudest film I've, I think I've been to ever. Um, I left it and was like, ah, oh, I was joking to some of the guys. Like, it, it wasn't loud enough, honestly. <laughs> and everyone was like, yeah, it's pretty loud. And I thought it was just the, the screening. Maybe they turned it up too much. Mm. Um, but I went and checked out some of the other people that were talking about it. And like, there was a Reddit thread called like PSA, uh, Dunkirk. Is extremely loud. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Well, it wasn't just me. Uh, after I finished, my ears were just ringing. And this morning, it just felt like I'd been to a concert the night before. So, yeah, fair warning on that one. If you do go see it, maybe don't sit towards the front. Um, I'm going tomorrow. <laughs> going tomorrow? Yep. Yeah. it's. Uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. It's a very interesting film. I've not seen okay. something like that for a while. Um, or or okay. ever, maybe. <laughs> Yeah. Ever. Okay, fuck. Like, don't... There's been a lot of hype around it. Yeah. It's a very good film, but it's also a different film. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's all I'll say. Um, and then I went and saw um, Baby Driver, which I really Sucked. liked. Sorry. Go on. Yeah, I thought the first... <laughs> like, the first 15 minutes of that film is fucking amazing, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't really live up to anything past that. No. <laughs> like, it kind of blows its load in, the, load in the first 20 minutes, and then it's like, ah... Uh, all right, fair enough. But I, I really dig the characters in it. The ending's a bit stupid. Didn't yep. like any of that part, but it's shot pretty well and it's got a cool count soundtrack and all that sort of stuff. So that was, you know, for 80% of the movie, I enjoyed it. Um, and then I went and watched, I uh, rewatched Spider-Man. The uh, Spider-Man Spider coming. Yes. Because yep. I had a, a uh, my girlfriend was doing a thing on the weekend and I needed to get out of the house that day. Okay. Um, she's having friends over to watch a marathon, a TV show. So I had a free ticket to go. What TV show? Hang on. Uh, the Handmaiden's Tale or something. That sounds awful. Yeah. That's why I got out of the house. Good moves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were like, you can watch this with us if you want. I was like, no, I'm good. I'm no, thank you. Hardest pass of all time. I'm going to go watch Transformers. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, I'm not going <laughs> to do that. Yeah. I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, I could just go watch something I haven't seen. And I looked at the list and was like, oh, Transformers. Nah, even if it is a free film, I'm like, I'm good. So, <laughs> and I wasn't too 
uh, I don't know if we talked about it on the show or, or I think we talked about it briefly together, but I I liked Spider-Man, but I had so, a lot of problems with it. Yeah. And I, I felt like I needed to see it a second time to see, to, to kind of, sometimes you got to watch a film a couple of times before you, you pick things out and kind of uh, have better feelings about it. And I, I definitely like it a lot more in the second viewing. Um, some of the gripes I had with it uh, are gone. Um, there are a few things that I still don't like, but the majority of them I, I sorted out. So that's that's good. Anyway, uh, I want to talk about my experience at the cinema. I sure. um, so I, I, I get there, and I uh, I'm I'm not actually in the cinema. I'm like kind of hanging out the front because I didn't bring my headphones with me, so I didn't want to sit there and watch all the trailers. Yep. So the movie's about to start because I know when it's about to start because they show like the put your phone away all that bullshit type stuff. Yep. And I get yeah. into I get into my my row, and I'm looking at like where I'm supposed to be sitting, and there's like people sitting in where I'm supposed to be. Sure. So I get up there, and I'm like pointing to my this guy sitting in my chair. Mm. I'm like pointing at my ticket, being like, "You're in my chair." I'm pretty sure. And he he grabs his out, and he's like looking at it, and his is completely the wrong. Like he's nowhere near where he's supposed to be. Right. And anyway, so he gets up and moves over one, like sits next to me. Um, cause right. that spot is free. And so I'm like, all right, whatever. Um, so I sit there and, and next to him is a bunch of other people as well, but I'm kind of surrounded now at this point. Yep. Um, anyway, so the film starts and he fucking gets out his phone. <laughs> what? And he starts like, he's, so he's talking in a different language, but he's talking into his phone like it's a message. And he does this about four or five times in the span of about three minutes. Um, like somebody's sending him a voice message, but, and so he's sitting there like listening to them and then replying back to them in a voice message. Um, but I couldn't, you know, I didn't really understand what he was saying or what was going on, but I just got a feeling like it was some sort of voice messaging system. Sure. And uh, anyway, this goes on for like a couple of minutes, at least at the start of the film. And, uh, and I'm just like, this guy's fucking legit. All right. So, I he does it like the fourth or fifth time in the, the first couple of minutes. And I just put my like elbow on his armrest. Yep. And then like my hands on my chin. And I'm like just looking at him. And <laughs> this, I'm, I'm like this for about 15 seconds, just staring at this dude. And he finally turns and he looks at me. And I'm like, is that really important what you're doing? And he's like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, put your phone away. And he goes, oh, oh, sorry, sorry. And then puts his phone away. Like, he, what the fuck? He, so he doesn't get it out ever again. But he, he oh, was like, good, he constantly but- had it out. And he's like talking while listening to whatever the fuck this other person's saying. Who does that? I'm just, he's going to keep this up the entire film. Anyway, so what happens? This is, this is I think, the worst person that's ever been into a cinema. Uh, that I, Sorry, that I've sat next to. Uh, anyway, so we get to maybe half an hour in. And he, he's, like, rummaging around, like, on the floor doing some shit. And then all of a sudden, he lifts up his fucking giant ass, like, two-liter bottle of orange juice or something. Um, and he starts drinking it. But he's left, like, the plastic bag on it. So, he's got, uh. like, this plastic bag on this orange, this humongous bottle of something. I don't know. It looked like orange juice or it wasn't like, it wasn't like a Coke bottle or something. It was, like, a brick like a fucking huge brick thing and he's like just guzzling this thing i'm not i'm not annoyed at this stage but i'm like like, what else has he got in there this guy anyway about he does this maybe two more times in the next five minutes 
and the guys behind him mm. start giving him shit because they can't see because they've got this giant white bag that right. is covering like part of their view because he's like holding it above his head guzzling this thing he's not what? like what he's not like drinking like this doesn't coffee. seem like a real person thing I think to I'm do getting punked or something yeah this is something you would do just to like sort of fuck with people yeah and they're like they're like oi we can't see move your drink because he's got this giant fucking balloon hanging from his hand that he's drinking from uh, so he he doesn't pull this thing out ever again um he, he he leaves it wherever he's got it and then the next like 30 minutes he falls asleep and he starts like snoring extremely loud like during the quiet part you, it was during a quiet bit and you can hear him snoring and so these guys again they start kicking his chair <laughs> and he, he wakes up eventually yeah um and he's like oh but he dozes off again about 20 minutes later and he's back at it fucking during an action set piece in Dolby Atmos. He's like, off he goes. Somehow he's asleep. I don't know what is going on. Um, but he's at it again. He's snoring. And then, and then I start throwing popcorn at him. Um, cause I've got a, a full bag of like caramel popcorn. I'm not going to eat it all cause there's fucking heaps of it there. And so I start throwing popcorn at his face, just like, every 10 seconds or five seconds like an, an extra one at him and he eventually wakes up and he's like looking at you know i'm like it's pretty fucking annoying isn't it and then he just <laughs> anyway he didn't fall asleep after that ever again anyway that's all he did but <laughs> he's the, the worst person that i've ever spectacular. seen yeah oh my that, god oh my god what is with people who pays money to go and do that i don't know just sleep hell. at a cinema. Oh, my Lord. In an action film. <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ. Yeah. Just fucking dickholes. Some people are just dickholes. Yeah. But I, because when he started snoring the, the second time, I like looked behind me to look at these guys and they're just like shrugging their shoulders like, what do we fucking do? <laughs> so I'm just throwing popcorn at him and his face. Oh. Amazing. I feel I feel that's justified. I don't feel like that's dick move. He uh, no. he got too many passes. He like the fucking phone at the start would have been the end for me. Yeah, fucking hell, Jesus Christ! I was thinking about moving chairs, but at the same time, it was an extremely full session for uh, three fifty or whatever it was in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, and I was in a pretty good. Uh, well, I, what I felt like was a pretty good spot yep. when I picked the fucking session. There was no one around me when I actually picked it. So, and he wasn't supposed to be there anyway. So he was supposed to be somewhere else. I don't know. Anyway, so that was annoying. Um, but yeah, I, I did enjoy that film a lot more the second time than than the first time. So, yeah, hmm. still good fun. Anyway, that that's the three films I've seen. Um, the last week. I think I'm going to go see Dunkirk again at some stage. I'm not sure when, but soon. Yep. And then I think War of the Planet of the Apes is on maybe next week. Atomic Blonde is out. Yeah, Atomic Blonde as well. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Like to I'm going to go see Dunkirk tomorrow. Okay. Um, uh, I saw Spider-Man last week, I think. Yeah, this after you got back, right? Yeah. Um, and Baby Driver. And I saw Baby Driver just before I left, actually. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, 
it's been pretty pretty decent time for I mean my problem with baby driver yeah is is basically what you were saying like once it it blows load so early but the re- like the reality is for me it never really like uh transcends that it doesn't do the, anything else. the initial gag basically the 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 yeah the gimmick it never really goes further than that and they already did better than that in fucking Shaun of the Dead, in my opinion. Like the Don't Stop Me Now zombie slaying shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they already did better. So, like, it is cool. And, yeah, there's elements that are cool, but it can't carry what is otherwise a really cliche plot on its own to me. And, yeah, it just wears pretty thin. Hmm. And some like some of those story stuff is just nonsense to me, but I won't talk about because it it's spoiler. Spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Anyway. Anyway, uh, should we talk about some games then? Let's or, talk about or video maybe games. More watching games. Uh, Evo was on this last week. Evo was on on the weekend. Yeah, I, I didn't catch any of it at all, but I'm I'm pretty sure you did. I did. Yes. How how was it? Uh, it was pretty awesome, to be honest. Um, oh, so Evo is a, for anyone who doesn't know, it's a fighting oh, yeah, game right. tournament that's held yeah. in, uh, I think it's Las Vegas still. It was in Vegas, yeah. yeah. And- uh, which happens yearly, and it's like a, all these different fighting games that have competitions and hundreds of, well, not, not hundreds, but thousands of people show up now for these yep. things. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty huge. Uh, it is, it's the, like, it's a... It's basically a festival, a fighting game festival. Yeah. It's not just a tournament anymore. It, it is a full-blown festival. Celebration. Celebrating, of- yeah. Yeah. Uh, fighting games. And that's basically, yeah, that's the deal with Evo. Um, yeah, just a lo- like a lot of high-quality competition. Um, I thought Tekken, like, I thought actually thought Street Fighter out did Tekken at Evo, to be honest. The the level of competition was more interesting um, and, like, watching um, Echo Fox's two Tekken dudes whose name are immediately escaping me because <laughs> I'm pretty hungover, to be honest. Uh but yeah, watching their two Tekken dudes duke it out in the grand finals just seems like what happens a lot in Tekken. Like they're so dominant at the moment, and so yeah, I just thought that was a little bit of a boring end. Meanwhile, in the Street Fighter, all the big, almost all the big names were knocked out before the top eight, top eight even started. Yeah, and shit was fucking goofy, uh, and like the level of play was awesome. Like it seems like street fighter might've finally reached a point where it's actually worth paying attention to again. Um, because it, and it's, you know, it had a really bad start, but, uh, it's, it's gotten back there. So, uh, yeah, in that one, uh, it was Takedo versus, uh, punk in the grand finals, but Takedo battled his way through the fucking loser finals. Uh, and so he had to like reset the grand final to actually win, but he, he wound up beating punk twice in a row. And the moment after he reset, he instantly scored a fucking perfect round 
and it was just one of the most staggeringly dominant like and legit it was it was like he it was some super saiyan shit it was some full-blown super saiyan shit because he basically scraped and begged and just fucking did whatever the fuck he could to get through um the losers brackets mm-hmm. uh by the skin of his fucking teeth uh, at one point, he was down. Like it was, it was match point. I think it was against Filipino champ. It was uh, match point uh, for Filipino champ, uh, and he like he just he still he came back. He parried out of nothing and beat him, and it was ridiculous. And yeah, like he just he was on his way out. Over and over, and then he reaches the fucking grand finals, and it's like someone else went on stage, an entirely different person who had never, ever, ever come close to losing in his entire life went up on stage and played against Punk and fucking destroyed him. It was redonkulous. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty like pretty epic to watch, and I, I'm. Glad I watched it live, so that was cool. Um, it sounds, and- sounds like Echo Fox did really well. <laughs> this, they did. Uh, they did. Considering they only like recently started signing people in the yep. like the fighting game scene and all that sort of stuff. Like they've been around for a couple of years, but mainly in I think League of Legends. Um, I'm not sure about Counter Strike. Do you know if they see us team? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure, but yeah, I know the the fighting game stuff is quite new for them, so they seem to have done pretty well yeah yeah it's um yeah it was it was pretty good and yeah they they came out i think echo fox came out the big winners at evo um what else they showed more dragon ball footage and i thought that looked fucking awesome um as always dragon ball fighter z i mean i'm very enthusiastic about that game um what uh injustice 2 was good um, except in the finals, like, I don't know. They have to get rid of Aquaman, basically. You remember how Aquaman was grossly overpowered in Injustice 1? Oh, yeah. Well, he's grossly overpowered in Injustice 2, it would appear. Uh, like, obviously, I haven't played enough to be 100% on this shit, but uh, he just sort of fucking, there's a move. He, like, it's got like a trident i think it's called trident rush if i recall correctly he does this trident rush and he can seemingly do it forever it's got a shitload of range and yeah it does a bunch of damage i think it's got a knock up so it can start a juggle like it's goofy it's stupid and watching the finals uh at one point it was a fucking aquaman mirror match and i'm like fuck this what have i done with my life Jesus Christ! Uh, the other one was um, I didn't I didn't watch Smash at all. I can't bring myself to give a fuck about Smash or any variant of Smash, uh, like any Smash games. I just don't. I don't care. Mm. Uh, I don't like that sort of fighting game. I don't understand the appeal. Uh, and yeah, I don't. I don't like watching it. So blah. I just don't watch it. But, and let's not say it's like inherently bad. It's just I yeah, I've got no desire. And I don't know. Like I, I worry sometimes about 
my strong opinions on this shit because like it's not like me saying something isn't entertaining to watch makes it not entertaining for everyone else right uh it's just i'm only talking from my own perspective but like i can't watch golf on tv either or like the tour de france takes over fucking sbs for fucking 15 weeks every fucking year and i cannot understand why you would want to watch like a hundred obvious dope heads like just pedal for fucking days on end i don't understand these things like yeah smash is in that sort of territory so they're not dope heads um but like adding to that something else that i saw i think kotaku posted was about the the guy that was playing in a game in like mid-match he was his opponent basically had him in a combo and he tried to he basically got his wallet out and was trying to give the guy money (laughs) to distract him (laughs) did you see that one uh, I think I saw a gif of it. Yeah. yeah. And like the guy was on like a 55 hit combo or something. Yeah. And at that point, I, like I look at that and I think, is that really, is that really fun? Or is that like, if you can get into a 55 hit combo and you're at the point where your opponent can take ten, a 10 second break to do this type of thing, like how balanced is that sort of stuff? And that's, that just doesn't seem fun to me. Yeah. Because you kind of, it's it's now relying on them just missing a a button combination, as opposed to you being able to do anything about it now. Yeah, yeah, basically, it doesn't seem terribly engaging. I don't know, um, but yeah. So I I didn't like watch it all weekend. I you know obviously had a busy weekend and stuff, um, but I like was drifting in and out all weekend. And I know on our Discord we had a. Uh, People who were watching in Frisco, uh, one of our patrons, he was actually on the ground there, which yeah. was pretty awesome. And uh, he had a lot of fun. It looked like you'd, you would have a lot of fun. I mean, the, the thing about having it in Vegas, right, is that at the end of the day, it's still in, if, even if like, even if you're fucking bored, you're still in Vegas, you could still do something. And uh, it looks like they, they go at it pretty hard. They, you know, they hit the pools and shit like that. So, yeah. Um, the the thing I'll, I'll say about it is that um, I, I, it's it's cool they've they gotten to the stage where they're having this stuff in these arenas. I, I remember back in the day it used to be in like a hall and you'd kind yep. of you know have a couple hundred people in there watching uh, the screen. But it's gotten to the point now where they're having it in like these giant arenas. But you've still got two guys sitting in the middle of this enormous platform playing on a a twenty inch monitor. Yep. And it just doesn't look right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, how, I don't. What do you do to fix that? <laughs> Make like, it more presenting, you know? Yeah, it's it's a really really tough ask, right? Like, wh- I, yeah. you you reach a point where, like, obviously, frames is the most is paramount, right? Like, mm-hmm. not dropping any frames is utterly paramount. Um, so that is far more important to like, I think that's the thing about fighting gamers, right? Like, uh, or fighting game fans is to them, like it's the competition. It's about the competition. It's about beating your opponent. It's not about the fucking prize money or any of that shit. Cause fighting game, like the fighting game community has been like doing esports 
for fucking way, way longer, like in an organized manner. Yeah, because you go uh, down like, to the local, <laughs> like, whatever gaming. Yeah, you know where all the arcades are set up, and you'd have tournaments that way, right? They're, yeah, and like they're the they're the fucking granddaddies of this shit, and the reason it's not like on Dota levels or whatever the fuck is because at the end of the day, they don't like it doesn't really matter for it to be like it will get there because and like but that's that's the good thing that's the really good thing about it is that like it will get there because they care only about because they care about competition before anything else that makes that winds up making it actually far more compelling as a like spectator sport they just need to like yeah it is like it's a huge challenge they got to find some way to make that part like as entertaining as the competition itself so that more people enjoy it Hmm. um i don't know i thought the i thought the stage with the like you know i thought the concert style 360 degree concert style i thought it was a pretty good way to like put it together to be honest i thought it really highlighted the players and uh yeah made a a, like made it feel a bit like the octagon i guess um yeah i don't know i don't know what you do hey like i don't i don't i want to say something's got to give but i don't think something gives Mm. for fighting him fans Uh, i think you know it's more important that it doesn't yeah and but like that's the thing is right that they're right they've been right this whole time right like they are they're doing it right there except the part where they're playing smash brothers on the gamecube still <laughs> i guess that's what uh like people like brawlhalla and stuff are, are trying to put together right like the the alternative so that they're no longer but like the smash community is such a weird subsection of like the fighting game community it's so so separate i know it's like a fucking completely different strain it's like saying that dogs and cats are the fucking same thing because they're pets mm-hmm. saying all pets are the same they're not like they're the smash community's fucking i don't know they're odd ducks i don't think they'll ever stop playing fucking smash games on crt televisions <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah it was awesome though it was totally worth like totally happy i I watched and totally worth watching and uh, um i'll definitely tune in again next year um yeah Hmm. i don't know man it's it's usually something that i kind of um i I watch a little bit of every year but i i completely missed it this year i don't know what happened or um, you were you weren't allowed to be at home. I was yeah. That was just the Sunday though. Yeah, but that was the main day, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Yeah, that's probably why I just missed it all. I think so. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember how my weekend. Yeah, I can't like, remember either. I could. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did something, but I can't remember what I did. Right. So well, it must have been on Monday. Because, yeah, it must have been, yeah, the the main finals are on Monday because this, we had a fucking dude come out 
to do dishwashing, like to repair our dishwasher. Ah, uh, okay. And right in the middle of like the fucking losers bracket semis, he tripped the breakers in my apartment, blew the power, oh. uh, and then immediately did it again. And so I had to leave all my shit unplugged so that he didn't fucking surge it or some shit and fuck up all my stuff. So I was sitting there at one point watching on my phone, but it wasn't really the same. Uh, Yeah. So it must have been Monday. Anyway, it was totally awesome. Yeah, fair enough. Yep. Uh, What have you been playing, though? But What have I been playing? Um, Apart from... Battlegrounds? No. Uh, last week I complained about how I didn't really want to play much more Hearthstone. I've been playing more Hearthstone. Um, <laughs> it's on my phone, so I play it while I'm on the toilet because I don't have any fucking games to play I'm on the toilet, I guess. Um, and i got a new phone, so obviously I need to really... You'll wear it in somehow. Toilet that up. Um, yeah, so I've, I've been playing more of it, but I hate it still. Um, I don't have... I. I've managed to barely scrape together because I got to a point, I got to rank 11 and I found that I just wasn't able to get any further with my uh, half-assed um, Evolve Shaman. Mm-hmm. So instead I had to, uh, I decided to try and make the deck that was repeatedly beating the shit out of me, which is a Jade Druid. Um, which focuses on a lot of these these like cards that sort of just slowly build and build and build until suddenly they're just way too powerful to deal with. Um, so I, I made one of those, but again, it's a half ass because I don't have any fucking cards uh, from Ungoro. So yeah, puts me in a bit of a spot. Uh, I have I've succeeded, but my like I'm missing some pretty cr- critical cards from the uh, situation that make really make the combo work. So I don't get a lot of wins there. So I haven't managed to break past rank 11. I dropped down to like 17 or something at this point. Uh, so I decided, you know what? Why don't I go play Gwent? And it turns out they like dramatically changed how Gwent works. And also they must have reset all the cards assigned because I don't have any of my cards anymore. Uh, was it, Were you um, playing back in the alpha or something? Yeah. Yeah, maybe why. So they must have wiped all that shit. So I don't have any cards for that either. So I can't really make a fucking deck that works. So cool. Um, I'm not going to play that either because... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, why? Well, like, I can already play a, a fucking card game with not a, the, none of the cards that I want to have, and also I can't win anything. Why don't I just play Hearthstone and stuff? So yeah, uh, yeah, play some Gwent. There is a pretty decent um, like introduction, introductory experience. Uh, better, in my opinion, than Hearthstone's. Hearthstone's introductory experience is a fucking mess, um, and it has been a mess since day dot, and it continues to be a mess, and it will probably forever be a mess, um, which is odd because it's a hyper-casual game um, for, like, 90% of the people who play it. Um, but... Yeah, Gwent has actually a really good induction system where it sort of drags you through a bunch of, like, games in a tutorial system. Uh, 
I found them extremely tedious because I already know how to play fucking Gwent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that like you you earn packs for playing and stuff like that. So um, there's like an incentive to do them anyway. Uh, yeah. It did teach me about a couple of the the changes they've made to a few things as well. They made it. They made changes to a lot of the cards. So cards don't work the way they used to. They don't work the way they did in The Witcher Three either. Um, so Gwent from The Witcher Three and Gwent as it exists outside of The Witcher Three, they're quite like different games now, which I find to be pretty interesting. Um, but I think I always I always said that that would have to happen. Um, this like that they'd have to change it because ultimately Gwent in The Witcher Three isn't balanced, even even close to balanced. Um, the difference though is uh that like the difference is so much further than i expected uh i mean like it's so much grander like super like the same cards exist but have way far different functions like clear skies is a great example where it will either spawn an ability to like remove all weather or it will spawn a rally card which allows you to buff your cards and stuff and i think that's interesting um yeah like that's just one example a lot of the cards have changed pretty significantly um one of the things i noticed is like despite the good induction system um and the really helpful way that they like talk through keywords whenever you highlight a card it'll talk like tell you what rally means or what ally means like all these kinds of things it will tell you everything you need to know about the keywords which is really fucking good yep. um <laughs> it's at the same time like fucking pretty bad with some of the descriptions of shit i i had to google uh how one of the cards worked and i literally typed in how does whatever this card work uh, was how does like i think it's wild hunt something and before and it auto completed to the card i was other people have fucking searched this shit and i googled it and yeah other people had fucking searched that shit and i think that happens quite a bit like they're just they explain things but they don't really explain thing some things like they fail to explain some other stuff but yeah um yeah i don't know yeah, it's good having card games in a in a computer format, right? Because when I know when we play um, Magic, yeah, it's always looking for a pro, <laughs> someone that knows something about it. Like, what does this mean? What does this word here mean? How does this work? Um, it's either that or you're guessing, kind of, or making your own rules up as you go along. So having something kind of explain it to you is always handy. Yeah, totally, and yeah, that's the one of the best things. Um, about the computer format but that and i guess the ability to not like to rapidly run through rng elements is the other benefit you know of like i don't know the way you can draw cards or create new cards out of nothing and stuff like that you know that that just doesn't happen in a physical card game it's well it can but it's very complicated to put together you know Mm-hmm. yeah anyway um yeah so i don't know i probably won't play any more Gwent, to be honest it's it's uh, free to play though now right 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. Didn't really hear much about that. It kind of came and went. Yeah, that's true. I like. I didn't even realize it was out, out, whatever. Mm. Um, I just sort of thought it was still in alpha and whatever. Um, yeah. Anyway, what else have I got in the deck? Uh, oh no, let's talk about V first. Uh, v is a free-to-play game that uh, that I played today because I was feeling hungover. Uh, and it is an odd game. It's on Steam. Um, and it's, yeah, it's it's really odd little game where you, like, according to the, the game, you're a kid sitting in front of a television and you have to change channels. And to change channels, you need to click uh, basically... Yes or no. So left mouse button is yes, right mouse button is no. And it will come up with a word uh, and that word will be a color. And if the color and the word match, then you press yes. And if they don't, then you press no. And as you go through the game, it sort of throws more and more shit at you, uh, like, sort of tries to fuck with you, changes the backgrounds, uh, reverses the words, mixes up the words, um, reverses the button combinations that he's supposed to press. Uh, the other thing about it is that there's a timer ticking down the whole time uh, that sort of forces you to do it as quickly as possible. And it's a, it's a bit of a head fuck. Like, there's a really good soundtrack. Uh, so that was... Like I like that. I don't know kept me going as much as anything, but uh, yeah, a lot of it is just sort of focusing in on what the colors are and how, like doing that part of the game. I guess like it's literally just if it says yellow and it's not and the word's not the color yellow, then you press no. But doing it as fast as you can, doing it, trying to do it like multiple times inside of a second and shit is tough. And you get into it like it's it actually really hard because of the soundtrack, because the soundtrack has, you know, a decent ass beat and uh, semi catchy music and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's you sort of want to slip into a rhythm but you absolutely shouldn't don't want to slip into a rhythm because if you if you get into a rhythm then what will happen is you will like press to the rhythm as opposed to press to what is correct and you'll be less inclined to make the correct choices uh, you'll just be sort of going on instinct which doesn't really work and yeah uh, there's like a bit of a weird story with it that I never I couldn't really puzzle out but I finished it technically and um like unlock some hidden shit and like there's a puzzle element to it where you're trying to find these extra elements based on like just hints in the achievements panel and all this kind of stuff and uh so yeah i puzzled out a bunch of stuff and that like that felt good as well and yeah i don't know it's it's a very interesting uh game yeah all right yeah, I but, just watched a video of it. It's 
Yep. Yep. <laughs> this is definitely weird looking. Yeah, it's it's odd. It's definitely odd, but it's free. It's about 200 megabytes, so have a look if you've got, uh, I don't know, an hour to kill, I guess. I don't think I've played for too long. Played for 74 minutes. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so that was cool. Um, what else do I got? Parsec. Parsecs are pretty fucking, pretty crazy one. So I was sitting there on Monday after Evo and Nate was telling me about this, uh, this system he was looking into. He was looking into something to do with, uh, how to replace couch co-op with, um, the internet basically. He's like, have you heard about this Parsec program? I'm like, no, never heard of it. No idea what you're talking about. Uh, so we both get it. We, we download it. And the pitch for Parsec is basically uh, you're able to remote into someone's computer and there is, like, through their own proprietary tech, Mm -hmm. there is basically no latency. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty true. (laughs) That's the crazy thing. That is, like, the crazy, the actual crazy part of it is that uh there is almost no latency it's fucking bananas man like so for so i wrote remoted into nate Mm -hmm. uh and we tried playing duck game and i could see um that it was it was mostly top notch like mostly ping free and stuff like that but uh he's on cable and he doesn't like so cable doesn't have a very good upload rate and so i was getting these huge lag spikes i think when we were like trying to send too much data Mm -hmm. he was trying to send me too much data so we switched and he remoted into me and we're playing duck uh, duck game we played gang beasts and he did a round in battlegrounds uh where he was controlling and it was basically flawless like he may as well have been sitting here playing duck game with me may as well have been playing gang beasts. Like we were in discord together. Like it was ludicrous. Uh, cause my, you know, obviously I'm on the MBN. Um, I've got 100 down 40 up. Uh, my upload is able to handle the bandwidth that it needs, I guess. And yeah, so he wasn't experiencing any lag and it was, it was honestly staggering, like really fucking good. Um, yeah i don't know man that's weird (laughs) it's it's it is it's odd it's weird it's like super fucking good um it it's it's a like interesting way to go about what like playing couch like you could fucking totally do that um, you could totally play with your friends without them being in the room. Play games like I don't know. I'd love to get. I'd love to see if we get four people into the one parsec thing uh, to play. Um, like maybe I upload and we'll play. Uh, what was that? Crawl. We'll play crawl and see how crawl works with four people. What's crawl? Crawl was that game where uh, you all start in a dungeon. And uh, you battle your way through the dungeon. Uh, but at the start, you all fight it out. And whoever lives is the hero. And the other three become monsters. Okay. And, yeah, you try to 
kill the hero and whoever kills the hero becomes the hero and it's a race to the end hmm. um yeah i'd love to i'd love to see how that that goes with four people or something something like that you know like i don't know it's fascinating it's really really interesting um and yeah it, it works which is the yeah uh, yeah do they talk about how it differentiates between um sort of like what playstation did with playstation now or not playstation now uh <laughs> second that's foxtel um the like they've got their live streaming services as well yeah um they don't talk about how it's different to like some of the other ones on there they are they discussing the technology behind it at all i don't know no I'm not writing a fucking article about them. I was just playing with it, Luke. <laughs> I don't have any fucking. So who's writing the article then? Shit. Nate, Nate is. Yeah. Well, I'll ask him. Okay. You'll have to ask him. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. I got no idea. Um. I don't think so. Like the the definitely like the pitch is the reason the latency is so low is because they've got their own proprietary tech running behind the scenes to allow you that sort of like the access that you need, uh, and then. A whole bunch of fucking software engineering terms that I don't really understand. But uh, yeah, man, like, hmm. sounds like they're using Amazon. Well, they things. they've got like they do have servers. They rent out servers, and so basically, you can rent a computer off them, hmm. and you will like you'll tunnel into this computer. So you can rent a fucking state of the art PC off them. Um, and tunnel in to this other computer hmm. and f- via that you can play whatever game you want like you can play the top notch games without having to use a really good computer you can do it from a piece of shit instead yeah um, yeah like, I was mostly just staggered because I thought it was all it had to be bullshit I thought it had to be bullshit for sure and no nah, it, it seems it, it was on point. It was crazy. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, Wait. that's fair enough. I want to look into it more. Yeah, because that's how Nate and I played. Um, oh, no, there is a thing called PlayStation now. Um, <laughs> how uh, That's how Nate and I were playing some some of those like isometric games um, on the PC. We, were, we had our, our uh, PlayStation running, but we were streaming it from the PlayStation to the PC. And then we were sitting on Discord and playing that way rather than sitting on the PlayStation and using their terrible um, chat client. I don't know. Yeah. It worked pretty well. Yeah. I think it works well for certain games, but yeah, when you start talking about shooters and if, if you can get it down really low latency for that sort of stuff, then sure, why not? But that's it, the thing, right? Like yeah. that's, yeah. It was playing Battlegrounds. We were playing Duck Game. Yeah, I mean, and- that, that's not like something you need like, Duck game is 100% a game you need, like, fucking no latency and... Nah. Of course it is. It's... Every every game, every round is over in, inside of four seconds. <laughs> it's all lightning fucking reflexes and shit. Yeah. I don't know, man. I've You're played crazy. a while. Yeah, and you were always shit at it. Nah, the best. Face. All right, what else is here? That's you know it. what it is. You know what it is. Darksiders. I've been playing some Darksiders 2 still. <laughs> what? Darksiders <laughs> isn't in the list. It's not in the list, no. That's why I didn't put it in there, because I'm still playing it. 
I'm closer. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm about an hour and a half, an hour left on that one. So Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm nearly there. And then I'll be on to the next game. I've actually ordered... Um, I've been trying to find Persona 5 over the last week. And it's okay. like nobody stocks it. I don't know what the fuck happened with that game. Um, there was an article that I found the other day talking about how they were having stock issues with it. But this is back in like March or something. And um, I, I, like, I checked all the major retail websites. The only one that had it was EB. And they were charging like 100 bucks. And so was the gamesman. And I was just thought, I'm not... No, I'm good. So I, I pulled the trigger yesterday on a... Um, gone through Oz Game Shop to pick that one up. It only cost me like 55 bucks. So that should show up, I think, next week. And I'll um, be able to talk about that at some stage because I've heard really good things about it. On all the podcasts that I listen to, they keep talking about how good it is. So I want to right. check it out. And it's got a really high Metacritic score as well. Yeah, um, I don't know. I've never heard it on the best pod- about it on the best podcast <laughs> round. So Yeah, well, this is why we're going <laughs> to... See what it's like, eh? Maybe everyone's wrong. We we direct the trends. We don't follow trends, Luke. This is <laughs> crazy. You, I don't know what you're playing. Weeb shit. It's crazy. I don't. I don't know. It's, I'm not about it. I'm not into it. Yeah. I have to go back and finish Near Automata. Is what I need to do. Yeah. yeah. Um. I've heard some things about that game. How they they're not updating it at all. They're not patching it. Uh, yeah. People being upset. Apparently, there is a. There's a light patch coming. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. There are there are games I want to get back to, but uh, we ha- I haven't played much new recently. Like, there's nothing out. I'm just like, ah, oh. all right. I-, I was doing the same sort of thing you were doing, is, is going through the free-to-play list on, on Steam and yep. kind of checking out what it had to offer. I've, I must have done that like five or six times over the last week and been like, oh, no, that's, yeah, nothing here really jumps out to me. There's some there's some cheap indie games that have come out mm. uh, recently, like uh, uh, Serial Cleaner is one I looked at a bunch of times, but I was like, oh, I, I don't know, man. No. I just, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not yep. sure yet. I, I just, I need someone to tell me what's good. What the fuck is Serial? Serial Cleaner, it, it's like a... You remember that that game we were playing that was you had to go on a space station and clean up? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it sounds like a similar concept to that, but it's more in the vein of um, like there's things after you, and uh, oh, what's that? Oh, I'm trying to think of the the game where it was like this 80s vibed, really fast hotline Miami. Yeah, that one, sort of like that. So if you if you were cleaning up after that person. But the enemies were still there, I guess. I see. That's what it se- seems like from the video that I watched okay. the other day. Um, so I don't know. It just it just looked interesting the art style. But I wasn't yep. sure about ten bucks. <laughs> so ten bucks. <laughs> oh man! Look, I buy a lot of games as it is. It's true. And uh, you've got to be really good to take away from my PUBG time at the moment. That's the problem. Yeah. That is the problem. Yeah. I chucked on my wish list. So if it, if it drops below ten bucks, I'm in. Can Although you do it's, already, that? it's already on special. <laughs> it's already twenty percent off. So uh, yeah, yeah, might be one. Oh, oh, what I'll say is uh, when I was purchasing on Oz Game Shop, I sound like I'm fucking being sponsored by them or something. Um, yeah. They they had a, a little box in there that you can put your your email address in. 
and you can select a price so that when a game goes below a certain price, they send you an email notification. And I thought uh-huh. that was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. It'd be cool if, if Steam had something like that because I'm in the same boat where I've got a bunch of games on my wish list, but I'm like, oh, when it hits a certain price, then maybe I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah. We'll see. Yep. Anyway, what are we going to talk about? Uh, PUBG. PUBG. Oh, that game. Yeah. The PUBG yep. cast. How, how's your PUBG going? It's been a rough week. I thought of a name for a PUBG cast. Yep, go. Just call it the Chicken Dinner Show. Chicken Dinner Show. That's good. I like it. Yeah. I made a chicken dinner. <laughs> I made a chicken dinner on Monday. Yeah. I did my my own, you know, my Peyton and super easy roast chicken recipe that I talked about on the podcast. Okay. I had a very good weekend of slow cooking, to be honest. I made gumbo, which is uh, Louisiana and like South Southern USA style uh, soup stew type deal. Mm-hmm. That stuff is amazing, and I did a spectacular job of it. Okay. Uh, it's very labor-intensive, like very, very labor-intensive. And I increased the labor intensity because I decided, you know what would go really well with gumbo is polenta, but like polenta blocks fried. And so I had to – first I had to make polenta – um, which is pretty labor intensive. Okay. And th- then I had to like basically chill the polenta very quickly. And then I had to chop the polenta into these bricks and then fry those bricks. And I had to make the gumbo, which is a complex beast in and of itself. It sounds complicated. It was. And then the next day I made chili, which is not complicated. It is quite easy, but it was fucking phenomenal. I make such a good chili. Is it chili and red sauce? Uh, what? Yep. Ch- chili and red sauce. How, what are you making? How are you making chili? Um, you get a bunch of beef. I get like a kilo of uh, like some sort sound of like chili. Kilo of some sort of like it sounds like beef chili. Meat. Mm-hmm. Chicken. Like a no, like a red meat. What? A ch- like yeah beef some sort of like cheap beef cut yep uh uh-huh. a big cheap beef cut sausages no and uh a kilo of mince and you dump you brown them first in this in the like frying pan um cover them in salt and pepper and brown them chuck them in the uh slow cooker mm-hmm. and then you get a big can of tomatoes and you chuck that in and then you get uh, all the chilies that you want to chuck in. Um, Coles wasn't selling any fucking red chilies, so I had to use green chilies, but I didn't have a problem with that. So I had uh, jalapenos, habaneros, um, those poblanos, uh, bullhorns, and uh, three, like, big red capsicums. And uh, I roasted all of them, roasted two onions, uh, and roasted two clo- entire cloves of garlic, uh, bulbs of garlic, rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, roasted all of it, uh, and then I whizzed it all up, uh, well, diced about half of it and whizzed the rest in, like, a little food processor dealio I've got, and I dumped it all in, and then I added 
salt and pepper and a bunch of cumin and I mix it up and then I put the lid on and I walked away for eight hours and it was amazing. Uh, so at the like half hour point, just before you're going to eat it, you take the big chunk of um, meat out and you chop it into little cubes uh, and it basically you don't eat, like you could chop it with a spoon after eight hours. Basically, you could basically you could shred it if you wanted, but I didn't want shredded beef. I wanted like cubes because uh, I, I feel it, like the texture, the spoonful is better instead yep. of shredded because we were going to get mince. Uh, chop it into cubes and dump back into the fucking chili. Let it cook for another half hour. And it's, yeah, so good. So good. Holy shit. And yeah, you can like control the heat of it, and so that's it's basically chili con carne, right? I put beans in as well because fuck the haters who say there's no beans in chili. Um, but yeah, it's, you can control, control the heat by like getting rid of the seeds and stuff like that. Like, yeah, this one was spicy-ish, but yeah. not too spicy. Um, I had some heats, but not too much. I got some new chilies from Stephen Farrelly. Okay, he brought me. He he's been growing ghost chilies in his backyard. And he brought me some. The illegal ghost chilies. The illegal ghost chilies. <laughs> the de- the devil's chili. Yeah, uh, yeah so we're going to see see what kind of thing that makes, I guess. Let's see what kind of chili I can make out of that. That'd be good. But yeah. So th- this is all because you haven't been getting your own chicken dinners in, in PUBG? Is that how it's going? <laughs> yeah, I've only had like two in the last week. Wow. Uh, it's been depressing. Um, did we... Did we get robbed of a chicken dinner by the Chiefs boys last week, or has that happened since then? That was last week, uh, just before we were recording, and we talked right. about it quickly. Uh, we did too. Yeah, um, yeah. I've yeah, I had a pretty rough week of just getting. I don't know. People, are, I'm at a point. Oh, that was the other thing I was going to say about um, Parsec. Is I think there could be an application for like using it to coach people. I reckon you could use it to coach players or coaches in an esports sense could use it to coach players. I think that'd be an interesting way to use it. But anyway. It's because you can watch while they're doing things. Yeah. And you can sort of, uh, you can like take control a little bit. Like obviously you wouldn't want to very much, but you could uh, like take control off them for a moment just to point out a specific thing without having to just vaguely describe it to them. Um, Yeah. So what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So um, people should just listen and do whatever the fuck I say. <laughs> that's that's my basic feeling is that, yeah, if I say we should, like, you should do, like, don't, don't do anything else. Like, basically, PUBG should just be like a, a almost like a squad-based tactical shooter. Mm-hmm. And I control all four members of the party and they all have different stats in what they're capable of. And so my person's stat isn't that great at the shooting aspects necessarily, but he is very good at the looting aspects. And your uh, your, stat, your stats are, are quite good <laughs> at a lot of things. Uh and yeah, other people are you know terrible at driving or etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and I just control all of those characters. That's how I feel it should be, basically. But uh, often, like I, I don't know we lose a lot when 
people make their own decisions. Autonomy, man. I'm not about it. Like, just let me make all the decisions. We'll be fine. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. 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 That's 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 how my week's gone. I did get. I think I got one chicken dinner. Okay. Uh, one chicken dinner. I before the podcast actually my dinner arrived and I came second and it was it shouldn't have been second. It should have been should have been first, but fucking the last dude had a fucking double barrel shotgun Ugh. and we were about fucking I don't know five meters away from each other. So if he'd had I had a um I had a M two four nine. Yeah. And a AWM. Yep. Uh, so those were my two weapons. And I had the Glock as well. I had the P18C. Um, and yeah, he had the double barrel shotgun. And it turns out double barrel beats everything at yeah. that range. Uh, but yeah, deadly. it really does. I had no idea. If I'd known he had the shotgun, I wouldn't have fucking stepped out. I would have tried to bait out the shots and then I would have fucking ended him. But I'd, mm. he'd taken a lot of shots at me with the M4 and I sort of figured he didn't. Um I wasn't. I was actually going to ditch the AWM, um, but it's not like uh, like I still would have been taking a fucking. I think I was going to ditch it for a scar, so I was going to have a scar and an M two four nine, and that wouldn't have really changed anything. If I ditched it for a shoddy or a vector, maybe things would be different. But eh, no. Um, so I just got, I guess, outplayed. Um, if I had a grenade, I would have been able to kill him. Uh, just one of those things. I did get, I got some really good kills, like with the AWM and stuff. Um, like some, even a decent snap rail on a dude who, uh, was like trying to run me down. Um, so that was pretty good. And I got a fucking awesome, awesome Glock kill. Uh, I was very happy about, uh, cause, I was down to like it was me and Drew, and we we're in sort of do you know east of the compound? Uh which compound? Uh, the one southeast of Yaz Naya Poliana. Uh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so um, east of there, there's like a little cluster of houses. There's a yep. three story on top of a hill. Yep. Um, and we were in there. Uh, duking it out with some some guys uh they managed to down drew uh and then they pinged a bunch of grenades in through uh to where he was downed and uh he should he should have crawled down the stairs but uh he crawled into a corner instead um so we got like he he got like exploded and i couldn't get him back up uh they were rushing the building um, and I was sort of like trying to heal up from the grenade explosions because I'd been trying to save him and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and then fucking they come in. I murder one of them uh, with my scar, but I'd only I only had like thirty total bullets in the scar, and so I was down to three bullets in the scar. So I switched to the Glock and finished the other dude off. And it felt awesome. Just put the Glock on full, like full auto, and just emptied into them. And it was very convenient as well because they had fucking awesome gear. So I walked out. Uh, I was uh, like, I was entering the end game of that fucking round. Uh, I should have won. Mm-hmm. 
just based on my fucking gear because I had an AWM, I had a fucking M249, uh, I had a level three vest, a level three helmet, a level three backpack, like all the ammo I could possibly fucking want. Uh, and yeah, and the Glock. I had it all. I But it turns out having it all isn't always enough. And that's, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Anyway, what about you? How's uh, your... Well, we had that win together um, in, it's like the area between Pachinki and Milta. It's like a, there's like a cluster of houses. We, we ended up at the, the Red House taken on a team. You remember that one? And you yes. were the last one surviving. Did we? Hang- oh, yeah, that was pretty good. There was we that went. one with the. Yeah, I went ham with the fucking auto sh- shotgun, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so two wins this week. That's not that bad. Um, yeah, I went huge with that fucking auto shotgun. That was fucking good. Because they were. It was like a fucking clown car, that fucking place was. There was just people <laughs> everywhere. Shit, shit, all over the place. Like, yeah. They were coming out of the fucking woodwork. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just like, you go, like, I'm shooting everyone I can. I'm reloading where I can. And like, people are getting down. And I'm like, not finishing any of my kills. I'm just like, fucking shooting constantly with this fucking shotgun. It was uh, bananas. It was very hectic. Mm. But uh, yeah. Yeah, that was good. I don't good quite one. recall where we started or, or anything up until that point. <laughs> I just remember the last like 30 seconds of that match where we yep. just, shit just went nuts. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, we were all still alive and there was only about eight people left, nine people left or something like that. Um, and the circle ended up around a house and I was like, well, everyone's going to be here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was that was a good one. Uh, and the other one we know I had was um, with racing. Yeah. So it's three, three wins. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was um, it was crazy because we started in Yaznail, uh, Yaz Poliana, Yaznail Poliana, um, and it finished um, south of the military base. So we had to basically go from the north all the way down to the tippy bottom of the fucking uh, the map, and it was yeah, it was a fucking it was a run and a bit. Um, but yeah, we, we put it together and like the best thing about it was raced had been like full blown shit talking himself just before he jumped in. He's like, Oh, I'm so bad. at so bad at PUBG. Oh, this is no good. I'm, I'm bad at it. And I'm like, I mean, it's fine. You'll be fine. Uh, like everyone has bad days. Everyone has bad games. You'll be fine. Like just, let's just get in and do it to it. And, uh, suck or yell at you. Just don't suck. Yeah. That's basically, that's basically, (laughs) but, um, I um I got downed with like six people left if I recall correctly, and uh, race had to like had to fucking put the the end on it, like put the fucking icing on that cake, and he managed to and got us the win, which is fucking awesome. Um, the like obviously he had to do the the work, but uh. I got the recording and he was doing literally exactly what I told him to. And it just reinforces my belief that if everyone does exactly what I say, we will fucking win every single game. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Yep. Uh, but no, it was, it was actually a really good, and we had fuck all like we had shit. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, Heath and I had a win the other night in duos. Our first, first game that we played, we ended up winning. Oh yeah. Um, we started at like north of Pachinki. There's a 
the set of houses just north of that. Oh, yeah. There's like two sets. There's, there's um, within on the about, road then? Yeah, within about 200 yeah. meters of each other. Mm-hmm. And we started at one uh, one of those and ended up basically going from there into Rosok. And that's where the circle finished. So that was pretty good for us. Um, we pretty much just at Roshock, where the top of the hill is, there's the warehouse and the triple story. We, we got ourselves into the triple story after, um, sitting in the, like the middle level for a while. Um, we went up to that triple story, cleared that out with a couple of guys in it and then just sat in there pinging at people for the rest of the game, which is pretty entertaining. The, um, and the circle kind of kept enclosing on our location. We're pretty pretty happy about that. And nice. Yeah, I it think was, I think I came in. Yeah, you were sitting the tail in that and yeah, of you guys, yeah, losing your fucking shit as the circle kept like just circling in like yeah. on us every single time. Yeah, like oh no, the warehouse is in, and so is our house. Oh no, that's fine. Now it's just our house. Everyone else is fucked because we were just destroying everybody that was running up to us and just shooting people at the um like on the hill and just all sorts of crazy things like at one point he's like lobbing grenades outside um on the roof he's just like lobbing them across to these two trees because i'm like they got to be behind these one of these trees they're definitely behind there if you got grenades here he's like yeah i've got grenades so he comes up and just starts pinging them and he gets like a knockout <laughs> from that. I'm like, all right, we're good. The second one is definitely there somewhere. Uh-huh. We'll just we'll just wait. And as soon as he he had to run, he had to get out of there. So as soon as he he ran, both of us started shooting at him. He was gone in about I don't know within two seconds. He was dead. So yeah, we just got um super lucky. I, I think with it like us not having to move and being in a really good position. So worked out quite well for us in the end. Awesome. Uh, but other than that, I haven't really played too much since, yep. um, man, Friday or Saturday, I can't, I think Friday or Saturday, uh, being quite busy, doing nothing. Doing nothing. <laughs> Watching movies. Hey, I forgot. Uh, I, yeah. I played something else. Okay. I got up really early on Sunday uh, to play in the technical oh, yeah. alpha of Sea of Thieves. Are you allowed to talk on about PC? that? On uh, PC. I'm allowed to say that I played it. Okay. Uh, but I can't really go into details about what occurred within it. Um, but I do remember a long time ago, we played this game, Black Wake. Yes. And I just thought I'd take a moment to talk about Black Wake. Because uh, Black Wake's a pirate game, right? Yes. And uh, Black Wake is like, uh, it's this crazy game where like you all get dumped on this uh, ship together. And it's got pretty big ships. Uh, it's pure PvP. Uh and, like, it's, it's this game that would really benefit from, like, instead something more exploratory, like, where you're able to, you're on the ship, maybe with, like, three other people from around the world, and there's no latency, uh, and there's, like, a, your captain's a German dude, and, uh, like, there's a Spaniard on your, your ship with you, and there's, like, this dude who doesn't talk, um, but, like, you all get along really well and, like, everyone's, like, really friendly and telling you how to play and stuff like that. That would be, like, really cool if that was in Black Wake, like, just hypothetically. And, like, you're just, like, sailing around. Like, your captain, like, picks somewhere to go and is like, oh, I've got this treasure map. Uh, he's saying this all in a really friendly German voice, but uh, I've got this treasure map. Why don't we go here and we'll, we'll go hunt some treasure? Is everyone cool with that? Let's do it. 
hoist the mainsails and like in black wake you know in black wake you got to do everything yourself you got to like hoist the sails or drop the anchor or raise the anchor or um like load the cannons and stuff like that and that like that shit that that shit's really cool and like i I like games that do that like i don't know if other games were to do that it'd really work as well probably and uh in black wake you can't really swim underwater but uh if a game did something like that, that'd be really cool. Like if you were to fall off, um, uh, say like you got a lot of treasure and you turned it in, you got a lot of like gold and stuff like that. Cause you're a pirate, mm. you decided to celebrate and you like whipped out your, your rum mug and drank from it. And, uh, in black wake. And then somehow like that made you, your character drunk and you stumbled everywhere and you weren't really able to control it very well. And so you accidentally fall off the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so you're swimming underwater and stuff and like there's actual underwater bits and stuff. And, um, like there's a world underwater that's sharks and stuff like that'd be cool in black wake. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, treasure hunting with like, instead of just a map, it's like a full blown, like just a puzzle that tells you to go somewhere and work out like, landmarks on this this island but it's all written down for you and you got to go like seven paces away from like in a certain direction and then dig and or something like that that'd be cool in black wake hmm. um like that that's something i'd like to see in a game like black wake um but yeah i'd uh really like to play a game like black wake that had all those things that i just described i'd be extremely excited to play such a thing cool yeah, it's a pity we can't talk about Sea of Thieves then. Um, I've heard similar things. Like some of those things might be in some of the Sea of Thieves. I've heard, but I wouldn't be able to confirm or deny. Anyway, yeah, fair enough. Should yeah. we do some news then? Let's do some news. All right. Uh, last week when we were recording, we talked about some rumors that were going around in relation to Overwatch and some sort of league that that was setting up. Uh, ESPN had some uh, story on their site that were talking about potential buyers. And yes. about what thirty minutes after we finished recording, yeah, something like hour, that. Yep. It uh, we got a press release from Blizzard. Yeah. Well, they released a statement saying that yes, Overwatch League is now a thing, and we've signed I think seven teams. Seven, it. yes. Yep. And they put up a video and then didn't really explain much else. So, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they haven't really gone into depth with what's the. Like what, what the what dealio is. is or anything. Um, yeah, they just sort of, yeah, this is it. We've got seven teams, Shanghai, uh, Seoul, um, Chicago, no, um, Boston, Boston New York, uh, LA, San Fran, and one other place. Uh, I'm trying to find it quickly. Sure. Um, yeah, the twenty million dollar buy-in rumor is apparently real, which is still insane to me. Um, and Miami, Orlando, did you say that? Miami, yeah, that's it. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah twenty million buy-in for a team is apparently real, which is insane. I think the risk is way too high for such a thing. I don't. I mean, we, we we're rolling on into this me not wanting to watch golf territory shit again, but I don't honestly think Overwatch has a compelling enough competition in it. Mm. At the end of the day, I don't 
think it's there for the game. There's nothing. There's like, I don't know. It's big, but it's not. It's not because the game, like, it's because of the way Blizzard approaches that shit. Like, they will always. We talked about this on the podcast, uh, on, in the questions part last week. Like, mm-hmm. they will balance for players, not for, um, for com- competition. They'll always balance for players, like for the casual, the general audience, not yeah. for the competition. And so, as a result, I don't, th- I don't think it'll ever be super competitive. Like, yeah. Just to counter that. Uh- just like uh, I know Dota, they, they balance it towards the competition. Yeah, they they don't like you see uh, some of the top here tier tiros like Omni Knight was a he's one of the healing guys. Um, he was like top of the casual leaderboards for ages. He had like a fifty fifty five percent win rate for a year or two. Um, mm. They they generally touch him. They they look at the competitive scene, see what's being picked up, see who's playing it, and then balance it that way. Yeah. So, yeah, just to add to what your remarks. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, I don't know. And and also, I think 20 million is a lot. Like, who's going to buy something like that in, in, in some of the countries that this sort of stuff in is, isn't as quite as big as? Like, uh, Australia is not really a huge esports scene at the moment. Some of these, like, who's going to throw 20 million down at uh, a, a team here? Yeah. or a league without knowing anything about how this stuff's going to work like even if you do throw 20 million down then they're talking about how the first competition is going to all take place in LA um, until everybody gets their home arenas set up and then what happens then like is there an online competition or is it purely teams flying around and visiting home and away games like how does that how does that work yeah, I'm not sure yet. Um, I have an interview teed up with uh, Nathan. What's his face? Nanza. Nanza, the yeah, the the big chief. Uh, but I was told I'm not allowed to ask about the fucking world league. So, so you're gonna do it? Of course. Yeah, of course I am. Um, yeah, you can ask me not to ask about shit, but like if I run out of questions, like come on. Mm. Yep, I'd do it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, they announced that just after we finished, um, but really not too much detail about what's going on, mm. which is a bit disappointing. <laughs> um, but Joe will have all the hot scoops next week. Speaking of, there's an Overwatch competition this weekend in Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, the Overwatch World Cup is taking place. Um, or one of the group stages taking place in Sydney. Yeah. Uh, we're both going on media passes, and there will be uh, Australia playing. I think Sweden's playing, Finland. Um, do you know who else is in there? <laughs> in uh, not off the top of my head, but uh, some top notch fucking teams. I think he's on that team. Um, could be. I'm not sure if they're in our group. There's only four teams in a group, and there's two groups. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's two groups. And so the way it's going to work is, uh, hang on, I think I've got it. Um, yeah, here it is. Uh, so group C is Australia, Sweden, Italy, and Portugal. And group D is Finland, Japan, Spain, and Vietnam. And uh, so the way it will work is the group stages will occur. The groups will play one another. 
And then for the finals, the top two teams from each group, the best team from group C Mm -hmm. will play the second team from group D. um, And uh, the reverse will occur. So the way I see it possibly occurring, and Australia's got a pretty rough group, uh, but the way I see it probably like the best best case for us will be that Sweden wins our group and Australia comes second and we will wind up taking on probably Finland. Okay. Um, and the top two teams maybe. go through, right, to the, the main event? The two teams that win the finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not the top two from each group. Just one from each group will go through to the World Cup. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Tough. It's a tough ask. But hopefully hopefully they can get through. So, Australia's being represented by Blank Esports. Fingers crossed they can actually get it. Get it done. Uh, But, yeah, we'll be there. Should be cool. If Um, you're going, come say hi to us. If you see so. Come say hi. Uh, Yeah. Um, And maybe, maybe... Maybe my mind will be changed. Maybe like watching, spending a weekend watching Overwatch will make me realize what is compelling about watching the like the game. Yep. Maybe I'll, I'll like work out why it's worth twenty million bucks or some shit. Especially uh, if it's at a casino job. Hey, yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I I would I would like it to be a, su- a success because. The way I see it, right? Like, esports is in a tough spot because shooters for me are my favorite thing, like, my favorite thing to watch, right? Yeah. Uh, but Counter Strike is never going to get, like, it's never going to go, you're never going to get to have, like, a fucking Counter Strike World League uh, because it's counter terrorists and one team is playing terrorists. And it's super realistic violence and a lot of brands don't want to get behind that kind of shit. That's, that's just like the reality of it. Like it's a marketing nightmare. And so, and like a lot of them are fucking, you know, run by old people and shit like that. So- And Valve likes to be very hands-off on their tournaments and yeah. they like to let the community run all the, the mm. games. So, Meanwhile, like fucking Overwatch is colorful and- you know, it's got a lot of character, and like, like regardless of what I think about its competitive potential, they definitely nailed like a lot of the fucking design elements. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot to get out of Overwatch as a viewer. Like, viewability is off the fucking chain. Yep. Uh, it's it's just yeah, the competitive element that I have questions about. You know, yeah, um, especially so when you start talking about like characters and people you're supposed to be using like it, it seems like you see a lot of the same characters all the time yeah. because it does at the moment have such a limited pool of of i don't know what they call them champions or heroes um like every you, you see a lot of uh like the two healers like either a mercy or um lucio something like that you, you don't really see much else uh, in terms of the healing that's basically it yeah i think it's anna at the moment i think you see a lot of anna at the moment yeah because she can do damage and heal right so and i think her heal potential is technically higher than mercy's Mm -hmm. um but like it's skill based um yeah as opposed to mercy's which is just sort of non-stop yeah uh but yeah i don't know 
Cool. Um, so, yeah, we'll be there this weekend um, for some of the games, I guess. Yeah. We'll talk about it next week. Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. All right. Uh, Gran Turismo Sport is coming out mid-October. I th- Did I see you posting about this on Twitter or something? Or was it someone else? Uh, I think I made a joke about it, yes. Okay, fair enough. Um, I, I don't remember the last Gran Turismo game that came out, but I, I do recall playing a lot on like PlayStation 2 and, and PlayStation 3, and I've definitely played a lot of Gran Turismo in the past, and I'm not yep. sure how I feel about this one. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not these types of games are still relevant. Like, I, I do enjoy playing your Forces, and that's like the um, Forza Horizons, those types of games. Um, yep. And I don't know if I'm going to be interested in a in another like sports simulator because they do really good jobs at those types of that type of game. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm in that mindset at the moment, but it's still something I'm definitely keen on checking out. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, I like I have I have mixed feelings as well because like I I'm interested. Yeah. Uh, I just yeah I just don't know man like like you right like I don't know I just don't know if that sort of game works anymore. Yeah. Um, I, I used to play those games for wow, like hours and hours and just like sit there. I had like, the whole steering wheel set up on the PlayStation and that was the game that I would like. That was my go-to game that I would play for a six six months straight type thing. Um, you know, back back when I was playing those sorts of stuff. So, yeah, I've definitely got like a soft spot for it, but I just I'm not sure at the moment if I've got the time because it's one of those games you have to put a lot of time into. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not sure about this specific one they're putting out, but I know the ones in the past. You know, earning your licenses and then going through and doing all these, uh, earning money to buy cars and and doing all the specific events that sort of stuff took took a lot of time to to kind of get through. Uh, it's a, it's a, like a huge time sink. You'd have races in there that'd go for for just hours. Yep. So, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. I'm, I'm definitely keen to check it out. Hmm. Yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see if it even actually makes it out on time because this is the <laughs> second time they've announced that it's going to come out in the later half of a year. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. Wait it out. Anyway, see if it actually comes out mid October, then we will talk about it. That's um, it. Casey Hudson has left Microsoft and returned to Bioware as the studio general manager. Uh, Casey Hudson is the or was the creative director on the the original Mass Effect trilogy, um, so one, two, and three, and also Knights of the Old Republic, I believe. Right. Yeah. Okay. I I never played Kotor, but I think you have, right? Yeah, man. I yeah. love Kotor. Yeah. yeah. You should play Kotor. I somehow missed that. I I don't. Does it hold up? Yeah. It does? Okay. I don't know. I have no idea. I haven't played it in a decade. So. I assume it does because it was brilliant back then. Yeah. And it's just, it's like Star Wars Mass Effect, like, but the good Mass Effect. So, I, well, I enjoyed their MMO Star Wars. Um, right. I quite enjoyed that one. Yeah. If you like the Old Republic, you should 100% play Kotor. That is fucking insane. Definitely play Kotor. Holy shit, man. It's. Yeah, it's like the old Republic, but way better. Cool. My allergies have kicked in like 100%, so that's fun. Oh, sweet. Yeah. It seems a bit early. It's not even fucking close to spring. We're midway through winter. So, yeah. But or is this just your podcast? cat? No, I think it's just maybe. Maybe it's a cat. Yeah, could be. Um, All right. So, yeah, he, he's he's back. 
which is, um, do you think this is like a response to what happened with Andromeda? That's kind of, I, I guess, what I, uh, what that I'm must saying. be it, right? Like he's come back to, yeah, time to come back and fix shit, I suppose. Um, yeah, they must have offered him a bunch of money, eh? Oh, fuck yeah, for sure. Um, but at the same time, he was at Microsoft working on HoloLens and, and like the technology side. Stuff. Oh, right. Okay. So with that kind of being shifted off and not really being focused on games as as much as I guess what they wanted it to be, because um, I believe HoloLens is still a thing, but it's not. It's its focus is no longer video game stuff. It's more on the tech side and getting it into different uh, like in in business applications and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, maybe they just threw a bunch of money. I mean, it was like, yeah, all right, I'll come back, I'll fix your Mass Effect. I'll sort that out. Yeah. But at the same time, like, Mass Effect, uh, there was some reports, I think, Kotaku talking about what's going on with Mass Effect, and they basically dismantled that studio. There's no, no DLC coming up for it, single-player DLC. Um, they're not working on any other Mass Effect products at the moment, so yeah. if there is something sometime in the future, that's a good, like, four years away, five mm. years away. If they're going to go back to the drawing board and start again, um, so m- maybe he's just there to to kick things off again or to fix up some of the other stuff they're working on. Uh, I'm not too sure, but he is somebody that has a good track record of putting out good games. Like you can say what you want about Mass Effect Three, and I still think that was a good game. It just ended quite poorly, um, but Two was phenomenal, and you know. From what I've heard, KOTOR was really good. So, yeah, it's hopefully it will be a good sign for things to come at Bioware. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yep. Yep. Cool. Uh, that's all the news we got. Cool. Fair enough. Are there questions, Job? There are questions. You should do that. Let's do that. Uh, oh, man. First question right off the bat. It's the news we forgot, but... Conveniently, it's in the questions, so we can talk about it anyway. With the resignation, sorry, Monkey Magic writes, with the resignation of Greens Senator Scott Ludlam, is there anyone left in Parliament in our corner, aka not an onion-eating Luddite? Uh, so, it's a good point. Uh, Scott Ludlam like, was a Green Senator who was heavily backing uh the push to get games recognized uh, by the Australian government uh, and and get funding uh, as an arts program, uh, in an arts program or arts system, again, um, that they... Took away. Uh, yeah. And Ludlam uh, had stopped being a senator because it turned out he was a dual citizen uh, of New Zealand, which, to be honest, is ridiculous because it's little Australia and I don't know why the fuck that matters. Uh, and I don't know why you can't be a dual citizen anyway, but whatever. Uh, it's a dumb it, fucking rule. It is a dumb fucking rule, but, like, if if there's a single thing that stops you from being, like, doing that one thing that is your fucking job, like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Maybe make sure it's all good. He's not even the only one. Like, multiple? Like, another Green senator had, like, did the same thing recently? Yeah, it came out like yesterday, on? but... Her, her situation was she her parents were over there doing some studying in Canada 
and they and she was born there and spent her first 11 months there and then came back to Australia like yeah it's pretty it's an outdated rule that needs to be looked at I I believe but yeah it's nuts yeah Um, it's crazy but yeah they like that party has come out and said they're checking everybody or they've checked everybody now right Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing some of the stuff happening with the other parties in Australia (laughs) yeah neither would I Um, so the question from Monkey is, you know, is there any left? There is, actually. If, if Labor ever get back in, right, um, I think things will become, like, good again for games in Australia. Um, but, we like, we've got to wait for that to happen. The problem is that the Liberals don't like funding arts programs and they don't like tech- the technology sector. And games is both arts programs and the technology sector. So it's double fucked. Hmm. But like, there's heaps of people inside the government who actually are pretty like passionate about like that sort of stuff. So there is actually hope. So Ludlam was very like outspoken about it. And I think he knew it was a a good way to connect with a large sector of, I guess, his constituency that uh, a lot of people, like a lot of members of parliament weren't even attempting to contact. But yeah, um, he wasn't, he wasn't the only one. And Mm -hmm. so there's, there's hope. Um, So we we can get back. Yeah. I think we'll see some fate. Like he was a pretty big face of the game, like the local gaming industry. And I think we'll see just someone else kind of pop up and um, someone else will kind of take the reins on that as well. Yeah, totally. And yeah, I'm sure someone will. Um, sooner the better, really. Uh, good question, monkey. Thank you. Um, miracle rights. What's a luddite? Uh, <laughs> it's like a, a luddite. Someone who doesn't like technology at all. Um, monkey has answered directly um, with the Urban Dictionary answer. Hmm. Urban Dictionary Luddites. One who fears technology or new technology as they seem pleased with how things currently are. Why can't everything be just be the same? To a group led by Mr. Luddite during the Industrial Revolution who believed machines would cause workers' wages to be decreased and ended up burning a number of factories in protest. Um, yeah, so it was against... Yeah, basically, someone who doesn't like technology. Um, I just got the onion-eating part as well. Ah, I yeah. Just remember that. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's good. Um, Miracle writes, that's too easy. I need Joe Burgundy to answer. Thanks. Uh, my lord. Um, Miracle, like, days later, four days later, writes, uh, Joby, I, I figure you can answer me. So one complaint I've heard about Destiny 2 for PC is that things will be figured out way before and there will be no surprises. I haven't played Destiny and I haven't seen any endgame content for it. So my question is, in Destiny, were there any dungeons, raids with mechanics that would be made a lot easier with mouse aiming? While we may not have, be able to discover and work out the lore at the same time as the console players, do you think we'll work out much more efficient ways to complete instances? Uh, 100%. Yeah. Um, like a lot of, um, is Bungie, Bungie, I think is firmly in the camp of these people, these insane people who, who think that the control pad is just as good as the mouse and keyboard when it is like literally provably incorrect. Um, so they had no problem with adding in like, add, with no problem with using aim as a skill check 
uh, requirements for a lot of their raids, uh, a lot of their strikes or whatever the fuck you want to call them. Um, and so, yeah, mouse aiming will really, really change the landscape of that unless they do something to fuck it up. Um, so it's going to be, yeah, mouse aiming is going to really allow the PC community to super efficiently do all that kind of shit. Uh, the the real question, I think, the real problem for Destiny 2 on PC, it's going to be cheaters because uh, uh, Bungie don't have the best track record with anti-cheat shit on PC. So, um, yeah, it's going to be, that's going to be one to watch. Um, and especially in a game that's loot heavy, uh, people will be working out ways to, I mean, PC is going to open up all kinds of shit, but like the ability to fucking uh, deep dive into the the files of, of the game to work out exactly like drop rates and shit like that that you were never able to do on on console. It's going to really alter how we look at Destiny, and I think Bungie, I think it's going to be pretty eye opening um, for a lot of people. Uh, I was watching some of someone stream the beta today, and it looked like the same shit to be honest yeah I, I don't know so yeah i'm i'm specifically only gonna play it on pc if i play it and it'll just because uh be because i like shooters on my pc yeah i think the the point about will things be figured out i, I think they will be by then but if you're playing in a group of people that haven't played it at all on console then you can still kind of sort things out yourselves yeah um, and the other thing is yeah. right We'll also get like the versions of the strikes as they're meant to be played, as opposed to when Bungie drops a strike on on launch day, and it's easy, it's highly exploitable, and people work out how to exploit it and exploit the fuck out of it really quickly. PC players will no doubt have to play the version of those strikes that is not highly exploitable. So that's something to think about. Yep. Yeah. That's the yep. questions. It's good questions. Thank you. Uh, good questions. Miracle. That's it. I think it's PUBG time. Yeah, uh, we can do that. Um, Let's do it. Do it. Awesome. You can find this show, The Gap, on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, under the GA Podcast or The Gap. You can do a search on there and it'll pop up. Hopefully. Should. Sure. Um, what if no one's listening? Well, surely someone's listening. Miracle's listening. Yeah. He needs those answers. Um, yep. You, so, yep. Search for that. You can leave us a review if you like. It helps other people find the show on those platforms. Um, if you got any questions, yep. like the ones Miracle posted or- Monkey Magic Monkey posted. Magic posted, which is some good questions. You can go to our um, our email address, which is gapodcast at gmail.com, or you can send us a message on the Discord page, which mm. is the gapodcast.com slash Discord. Yep. That'll take you to um, a link and then it'll pop up on Discord and all that fancy things. Um, you can also play games with other people in the community on The Gap. Hmm. Um, I think, what's the game of choice at the moment? PUBG and... What's the game of choice? What kind of question is that? Yeah, it's a bit stupid. <laughs> yeah. Playing a bit of PUBG uh, right there. I've been playing Dead Cells alongside Racy a couple of times. Okay. Like, He'll just, we'll just idle in one of the channels while playing Dead Cells and talking about our progression and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, st- I still really like that game. I've been pimping it out to other people. Yep. It's a really good fun, Luke. 
I that's what I do. I find good games. That's why um, I listen to that's why I listen to this podcast. <laughs> that's why you're on here. Yep. Yeah. Um yeah, you can also find us on twitter.com slash GA podcast. Um we're on uh what else? Far out. I don't know. Speakpipe.com slash GA podcast. Sure. Um or our website, which is the GAPodcast.com. That's got all the links to everything we just talked about, including the past episodes and uh anything else that we do. Sometimes we post stuff on there. Um, but that's all thanks to our Patreon members, which you can go check out that page, patreon.com slash GA podcast. If you want to help support this show that we do every week, um, yeah. go check out that show and sorry, that site. And uh, there's a few reward tiers on there that, um, yeah, really, really appreciate the help from everybody that, that's on there. So that's great. We love our patrons. Thank you for your help. It's yep. awesome. You get a fancy color on Discord. That's true. Yeah. Oof. Uh, <laughs> maybe I should, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, go do that if you want to. You don't have to. It just helps yep. Joe eat every week. That's all. Totally. Yeah. Helps me make sweet, slow cooked food. <laughs> Got to get that chili. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Um, I don't think there's anything else to pimp out. Is there that you've worked on? No, probably not. Nope. Go to IGN Esports Hub. Check out the calendar for upcoming esports stuff check out the highlights packages most of it's evo this week although there was a particularly solid highlight from paladins okay uh uh that occurred in spain uh the aussie team pulled out some crazy shit but still managed to get knocked out by the chinese team it was pretty good um yeah well uh you can find me on twitter.com slash luke laurie job's at twitter.com slash joby jojo that's correct. Um, I did think of a name for you today that you could update, but now I've forgotten it. Excellent. Um, so I was going to go with Jova Watch World Cup. It's a bit dull. It is I got to try. It, it was something dull. that was relevant to the last couple of days, but I can't remember what it is anymore. Sea of Joe. Jeez. Oh, wow. Anyway, I'm going to go take some antihistamine. Solid um, plan. And then we can play some PUBG. We're going to get that chicken dinner. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Catch Thanks you all for next listening. Week. Bye.